Welcome to another episode of the Figure It Out Podcast. I'm Ryan, and today we talk about my favorite side hustle, reselling, um, or just side hustles in general. Uh, I'm going to touch on both of those. Um, This may be a little bit of a longer episode, but um, I would imagine you guys already know that. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, let's get right into it. I hope you guys are settling in uh, wherever you may be. Uh, I, I think a lot of you listening are in the 16 to 24 age group. So um, whether you're in high school or college or really kind of wherever makes you happy, I hope you're there. Um, I hope you're not doing something that doesn't make you happy because that would be uh, that would be unfortunate. Um, so yeah, today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about reselling, uh, my favorite side hustle, but I'm also going to uh, talk a little bit about side hustles in general and why you should do them. Um, I, you know, this is a great time to mention that I did a previous episode um, on kind of my experience with uh, reselling and just just my story on on how I started and all the way up to, to where I am at the moment, um, or at least where I was as of a few months ago. Um, but yeah, go check that out. Uh, it is a little bit of a longer episode, but, uh, if you guys want to hear about where, you know, where I came from with, with reselling, I mean, I basically started from selling things that I had around the house to kind of build up capital. And that's one way of doing it. There's many other ways too. um, but if you want to hear about my story, I'm not going to detail it a ton. I'll touch on it in this episode. Um, you know, I'll kind of drop spots where if it helps explain, I'll, I'll talk about it. But um, if you want the full story, go take a look at that. Um, so this episode, uh, it's going to be a, a little different. Um I'm going to detail how and why you should start reselling today. Um, and I'm kind of going to give you all of my tips. I mean, I not that I have like a ton of secrets. I mean, these are widely known facts. Um, I don't feel like I need to like charge you guys for anything. I mean, why would I want to? I, I don't really care. Um, I'm just here to kind of share what I do. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um so let's get right into it. Uh, starting a side hustle can be one of the most practical things you can do. Um, it can also be impractical. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Um, but in a lot of cases, no matter what you're doing in life, you can start a side hustle. Um, you know, especially if you're early on in your life, you know, high school, college, you, you know, early at a nine to five job. Um, really, I mean, I think it can be so helpful. Um I, I've loved it. I know tons of people that have also loved theirs. Um, you know, you can be at a nine to five and love your nine to five. I actually saw an Instagram post the other day about someone um, who just, I mean, they were talking about how much they really, really enjoy their nine to five, but they also really enjoy their side hustle. So, I mean, you know, not to say that, that you can always have the best of both worlds, but um you know, that's about as close as you can get, I think, uh, of getting there. I mean, 
being able to work a nine to five that you really, really enjoy and then going home and and also doing something you really enjoy as a side hustle, I think is uh, I, I think is really, really nice. Um, so I kind of started a bullet point what I thought um, were good reasons why you should start one. Um, first reason and one of the more important ones just for skills in life um, is really no matter what you're planning on doing, you need to be able to sell. Uh, if you're in a job interview, you're selling yourself to the employer. Um, I personally really, really despise, uh, the idea of job interviews. Um, I think they're kind of BS. Uh, it's almost like it, it really is like a sales pitch of yourself. Um, and I mean, I can make, you know, in a job interview or in a sales pitch, you can make like a really crappy dollar store pen look really, really nice. I mean, it's, it's, I just don't think it's really super indicative of that person. You kind of need to, you need more info, but you also need to see that person at work. You know, if you watch that pen write and it, you know, you write with it for about a week, uh, you're going to realize that it's a, it's a really shitty pen. Um, so, I mean, it, it's kind of one of those things that I, I just don't really enjoy. Um, just the idea of a job interview. Uh, not to say that it doesn't factor in that I would be super nervous in one, um, because I would, uh, but I kind of think they're, uh, kind of think they're bullshit. Um, so this is going to be an explicit episode, I guess, but, um, that's my thoughts on it. Um, the next thing that I put on there, um, for what you would need to know how to sell for, um, can be quite as simple as, as grades in school. I mean, you know, you're not going to like pitch yourself to a professor or a teacher, but you need to be able to sell to the teacher that you're, you know, worth giving a good grade to, you know, um, that's the same as proving to them, I guess. But I mean, that's what you're doing when you're, you're selling stuff. I mean, you're proving to the customer that they should buy it. Um, so that's kind of, kind of how I feel with grades. Um, how I've always felt. And that's why high school was really kind of a game for me, a game that you have to get good at. Um, it, it's not that you necessarily have to be, you know, amazing and know everything. It's that you need to understand how to, uh, how to do work correctly so that the teacher gives you a good grade. It's kind of how I thought, I mean, college is kind of getting there too, um, where I'm feeling the same way. Um, but there's tons of other examples of this uh, in real life where you need to know how to sell. I mean, obviously if you're in a job that sells stuff, um, that's just the most clear and obvious, um, part of it. Um, another kind of bigger reason, um, if for whatever reason shit hits the fan, I mean, reselling or just selling in the first place is a major, major skill. Um, I'm not going to say most people don't have it, but a lot of people won't have this skill of being able to, to buy some random thing off of Facebook from someone and being able to resell it for $20 more. Um, it's just not something people, people know how to do right off the bat or people will think about doing. Um, so I don't know if you guys have seen Shawshank Redemption, um, probably my all time favorite movie, but, um, you know, you'd end up being kind of like how all the, all the inmates would, would go to red, um, to get stuff, um, basically, cause he would be able to get stuff from, from outside of the prison and, and, uh, 
sell it to people inside the prison. So you'd end up being like that kind of person and, and that kind of person ends up doing well. Um, you know, you're still in prison, obviously, but that kind of person does much better in prison than, than other people because he has something to offer, um, everyone, you know? So there's a reason why they're, they're not going to like kill him or do whatever else they do in prison. Um, then, you know, obvious reason money, uh, some side hustles are more lucrative than others. I'm not going to say that reselling is super duper lucrative. Um, you know, I have more of a fun time with it than I care that much about the money side of it, but there's plenty of other side hustles that are more lucrative. I mean, I've heard ridiculous stuff about like drop, drop shipping and stuff where guys, I mean, would make a million plus a year just from drop shipping. I don't know that that's actually accurate. It could just be people trying to flex on, on YouTube and random stuff like that. Um, but I know there's a lot more money in, in, uh, in, you know, scaled up sales like that. Whereas reselling, you can scale it up as much as you want, but there's a point where you're going to, you're going to have to start going full time if you want to scale it up. Um, whereas with drop shipping, you know, you don't have to be full time to scale up. Uh, it's not completely needed. Um, you know, the last kind of option I put on here, um, is that it, it could turn into your main thing. Um, a lot of people have started side hustles and then turn it into their main thing. Uh, I always use this in a, as an example, because uh, Gary Vee always uses it as an example, and I enjoy listening to him and I guess sometimes copying him. Um, but he always uses the example of you could start a podcast about peanut butter um, and do well. And eventually, you know, you can make fifty or $60,000 a year and quit your day job. Um, just because of all the technology that's at our fingertips, uh, something as simple as, I mean, I don't want to call it simple because there's a lot more involved, um, than I know, but, but something like peanut butter, you can make a podcast off of and make a bunch of money off of ad revenue and, and, um, I don't know, making your own peanut butter and stuff. Like there's just lots of ways to do it, um, that, you could turn it into your main thing and, and really, really enjoy it um, and, you know, get somewhere in life from it. I mean, and I think that that's really, really cool. And even if it never turns into your main thing, it's there, you know, multiple streams of income is is a big thing that people have started to to do more and more as of late. Um, and, and most people that have more than a million dollars have at least three or four streams of income, whether or not that's in real estate, in investments, um, you know, their day job, obviously, uh, but all that kind of stuff. I mean, most of the time they have multiple streams of income, uh, that allow them to make that much money. Uh, a lot of times it ends up being an automated stream of income, but still, um, it, that's why a side hustle can really, really be helpful. Um, is there maybe a point where, uh, financial freedom is in the cards for you. Um, so I decided I would also make a list about why you should not start a side hustle and just about the only thing I could, I could conjure up. I mean, there's probably more, but, um, if you actually have no time at all and everything that's, that's currently filling your time or things you actually enjoy, um, and you really, really want to do, 
then maybe don't start a side hustle. I mean, this could add to your stress, I guess, um, if you've got too much going on. I know some people that have have tons and tons of stuff going on, but they, that's where they want to be, that's what they're doing, and that's completely okay. Like, I'm not going to judge that at all. Um, you know, lots of people in high school will try and be as involved as possible, play tons of sports, um, and that on top of school means that maybe you don't have time to do a side hustle, and that's completely okay. Um, so I wanted to put in why you shouldn't, I guess, because if there's anyone listening to this that's considering um, who absolutely has no time at all, um, maybe not consider or maybe uh, kind of weigh what you really enjoy and look at um, just look at what you want to do, I guess. Um, all right. So I'm going to move into I, I kind of went through all that stuff, all my talking points a little bit quicker than I thought. But I'm going to move in now uh, to kind of detail how how you can start. Um, if you if you went back and listened to that other episode that I did um, about about my flipping journey and all that kind of stuff, um, I did start by selling stuff that I own, which is 100% an option. Um, I sold a couple of bike wheels. I sold a bike seat. And then a few other things that I own to make like, you know, $350 so that I could actually use that to, to spend on other stuff. I, I don't know if it was that, but it was something around there. Um, maybe it was like 250 But uh, the idea is, is that if you have stuff laying around, um, you can sell it to make money to start. Because a lot of people, their excuses to not start is literally that they don't have money to spend on buying stuff and that's okay but odds are uh, you have things at the house that that you don't need that you can sell Uh, one of my close buddies who actually ended up um, he ended up flipping uh, well yeah I mean for the most part he he was more or less selling his own stuff but he and I were talking about it because he wanted some more money um, and he uh, he decided, I mean, it was because he wanted to get like an upgraded, um, it was an upgraded longboard essentially. Uh, so he was selling a bunch of his stuff so that he could build up to have enough money to get that. That's super cool. I mean, that's an awesome goal to have. I mean, if you want to buy a certain thing, I mean, selling your own stuff to have enough money to do it instead of just spending your money away is a really good idea. And it's a really good idea to stay a little bit more minimalist with, especially if you don't need that stuff you're selling. Um, but odds are you have something in your house that you don't use that you can sell. If you don't, um, there's two options to go from there. You can either spend your own money on stuff, which you really don't need to spend much. I mean, you could go to a thrift store and spend $20, um, which is cheaper than, a than going on a date. Um, and you can make who, I mean, I, I'm not going to limit it, um, but I mean, with that $20, you could make $80 and have a hundred bucks. Now you have a hundred dollars to spend on more stuff and on more stuff. And so at least you only really invested the $20 up front. If you have literally zero money, you can get stuff for free. 
if you if you go on Facebook Marketplace or where I see it more often on the Nextdoor app, uh, if you don't know what that is, it's like a Facebook for your neighbors, essentially. Um, so I'll go on there to see what's for sale and stuff. It's not updated quite as quickly as Facebook is, but um, I'll be able to find a lot more free stuff on that app. And you can literally pick something up for free and resell it on Facebook or whatever, uh, like cross-platform it if you want to. Or you can sell it on eBay or whatever. Um, and that's how you can start. Like, it, I'm not going to say it's super easy because it's not. And it's possible that that thing you picked up for free, there was a reason that it was free. Um, that's very, very possible. But I, I think it's a lot... I think the excuse of not having money to start, I think is kind of a BS excuse because there are ways that you can start without it. Um, so that's kind of how I would start personally. Then you want to find something that you enjoy reselling. Um, at one point for me, it was like Keurig machines. Um, I probably sold like eight to 10 Keurig machines. And that's because I was able to figure out that people would put them up on Facebook and it would be like a crappy picture, a listing that just said Keurig, um, or even just said coffee machine. Um, and then like almost no description. Um, and then it would say, you know, the photos would be crappy and then I would message them and the price was pretty low usually. So in the 20 to $25 range, and I started to realize that in reality, um, those machines were worth 40 or $50 if they were actually cleaned up, um, presented much better, which is in part a selling tactic. Um, and, and part of the presentation is, is that you clean it. Second is taking better and more pictures um, because customers trust more pictures always. Um, the third thing is actually putting the correct description. So I'll put that it's a Keurig machine and then I'll make sure that in the description it says exactly the model, um, all that kind of stuff, tells them where they can pick it up, all, all, the, all the details that allow you know someone to just click it and be like, yeah, I want to buy this. Um, so I was able to do that and make 20 or $30 on every machine that I bought. Um, so that was a really, really nice thing. Uh, that's one way uh, of doing it. There's plenty of other ways. Um, you know, you, you can buy tons of different stuff. Um, there's one thing now, um, especially getting into the fall, uh, shoes. Uh, at least last year, shoes blew up for me. Um, as soon as I started living on campus at school, um, I started I started going to... Uh, there's a mall up near my school with a Nike outlet and I started going there. Literally all that you need, I mean, obviously you need money because you got to buy shoes. Um, and at the time, which this was really nice, uh, they had a 30 day return policy. Um, places like Marshall's and Burlington have a 30 day return policy. So if you don't sell the shoes in 30 days, you can return them if you want to. But literally all that you need when you go to these stores is your phone and some money, and that's it. Um, so it it's pretty pretty simple. 
I've been going to Marshall's a lot lately. Um, and literally what I'll do, uh, is I'll walk into Marshall's, I'll beeline straight, uh, for the shoes. Basically, because I've done this long enough, I know what's, uh, what's worth looking for and, and what's not. Um, but at the beginning, you'll probably have to put in a decent amount of time um, just looking up shoes on eBay. Uh, what you can do is you can actually scan the barcode that's on a lot of the boxes uh, through the eBay app, and it'll pull up at least what the shoe is, and you can look it up from there. Um, but you know you can also just figure out what the name of the shoe is and look it up. Uh, and what you'll want to do is you want to go into the sold listings and, uh, so sold listings is a filter that you click on, uh, on my phone, I'll click on it and I'll have to scroll down a little bit. You click sold listings and it'll do completed also. Um, and you can literally look at what sold from that shoe. Uh, and if it's enough of a, enough of a, uh, profit margin for you, pick them up. Um, you know, you always got to remember if it's a $30 shoe, you're going to pay plus tax, uh, for the shoe, which is only, I mean, I'm not going to do math right now and I'm sorry, you guys can hate me for not knowing this off the top of my head. Um, but it's like a, a, a dollar or so, maybe a dollar 50. Um, but the other thing you have to note is that any price that you think you're going to sell the shoes for, you have to multiply by 0.87, um, because eBay is going to take 13% out of it. Uh, if you do promoted listings, you also have to pull that out too. Um, but eBay is always going to pull that, that percentage out. So you have to know that going into it. Um, <clears throat> so don't pick up a shoe for $30 that you want to sell for 40, uh, on eBay because you're not going to make any money off of it. You might make money off of it if you sell it on Facebook or something where there's no fees. It's in-person stuff. Um, but just keep that in mind. So that's kind of the first couple things, but, but it's really not all that difficult to, to go and do it. It just takes time to learn, um, what shoes are which so that you can be a little bit more efficient with it. And then you can scan through a Marshall's in, you know, 15, 20 minutes instead of an hour. Um, the other thing I'll go look for is if I haven't found any shoes that I want, or if I have, um, I'll go take a look at the clothing. Sometimes you'll find a gem or two in the clothing area. Uh, I just picked up a Nike sweatshirt for like $40. Uh, that's been consistently selling for 90 and a hundred on eBay. So that was a good pickup for me, uh, that I kind of just on a whim went over the clothing section and grabbed it. Um, so, you know, always make sure you go over there. Uh, if you have a Nike outlet near you, uh, at least last fall for me, the Nike outlet was brilliant. Um, I made a ton of money, um, mostly from the Nike outlet. Like in, in September of last year, I probably made, gosh, five or $600, um, just from, I mean, a little bit of Burlington and Marshall's, but mostly just from the, the outlet, um, from doing the exact same thing at the outlet is going to the outlet, looking at shoe prices, um, trying to pick up stuff on sale and then looking up how much they, they go for online. Uh, Goat is another really, really great app to use um, when you're reselling uh, because it's people are on there looking for shoes. Um, so these are just, I mean, these are a few options that you can jump into. Uh, and, and especially for shoes, I think coming this fall, 
I would have thought summer would have been bigger for shoes, but I, I think the fall might be a little bit better for online reselling. Um, I did really, really well last fall, so I'm kind of hoping that I will this fall too. Uh, but that's what I can recommend. I mean, I, I just think if you've got a lot of time on your hands and, and you can start a side hustle and you want to, just go and do it. Like, stop thinking about it. Jump into it. It's really not all that hard to jump in. Um, I mean, looking back at how I started, I mean, I just kind of decided that I needed to make some extra money and jumped in and ended up really, really, really enjoying it. Um, so that's, that's, I mean, I guess that's what I think about reselling and I don't have a ton else to talk about. Um, you know, that was kind of my, I don't want to say my secret sauce because it's not really a secret sauce and it's something that tons of people do. Um, the secret sauce is that you actually have to implement it. Um, anything that I can tell you right now, um, is really not going to help you unless you go out and do it. Um, that's just, that's the plain and simple thing about it. I mean, that's what you have to do. Um, so don't think that, you know, me telling you is going to change the world or anything like that. There's no, there's no secret. Um, there's no, you know, one fix it all kind of thing. You need to go out there and, and you got to hustle and you got to do it. And, and, uh, I just want to make it as easy as possible for you guys to go and do that. So like, I, I want to give you all of my information, what I've done, how I did it. Um, so that you guys can go out and, and do the same thing. Um, I, I'm not worried that, <laughs> that you guys are going to like steal all of my business and stuff. I, I'm not really not worried at all. I believe that you have to innovate <clears throat> at all times. Um, and I mean, what am I going to do standing still? Nothing. So, um, so yeah, I really, really hope that this helped, uh, anyone who's thinking about doing a side hustle, maybe help them think more about it. Um, but also kind of give you the tools to just go and start if you want to. Uh, I think it's really, really important. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into the outro, but thank you so much for, uh, for sitting through all this and, uh, yeah, we're going to move on. Thank you for listening to this episode of the figure it out podcast. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I actually just took a look at my, uh, my podcast management page and it looks like I got quite a few listens, uh, kind of overnight the other day. So, uh, really, really excited about that. I really hope you guys are enjoying this podcast. I know I need to figure out a way for you guys to rate it. Um, but, uh, thank you again and, uh, we'll see you in the next one.